0: This is the twentieth. Oh my gosh! It's the twenty-second. Is it? (laughs) Yes. I thought. I'm two days behind. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the one podcast I introduced. Did you notice that? I go. I said we recorded one on Monday. It was Friday, and I go seven days ago. We. (laughs) I've heard some of the weird. Like, I can't count or something. (laughs) I said that in one, and then what was another one? Oh, I would say the wrong names. I said, I said Deborah. Did you notice that? That I did that in one podcast? I said wrong things multiple times. I said Deborah instead of Hannah. And then I said Saul instead of Samuel. I said Saul did something that Samuel did. I listened back. I was like, does nobody hear those details that I just grew up in my podcast? And I don't, you didn't, did you? I I haven't listened to that one yet. Well, when you notice it, he'd be like, you mean Hannah? You can like say it to me. (laughs) If If I'm not, if you're not completely laid out. Uh, like stop me from giving it completely wrong. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think there's such quick details that you don't really hear them because I'm going off on too many things. so I'm back with more stuff of um, prophecy, I guess that's where this is this is headed. This doesn't stop with the with the prophetic and I got myself all mad again because I got access to an Instagram account. <laughs> And literally right before this friend showed up, she showed up and I was all pissed off (laughs) reading an Instagram thing. (laughs) I have now gotten my access to snooping again, logging in through um, B1 Church's Instagram. I figured out I could get access to Instagram. So now I troll people through a church Instagram. (laughs) I got excited. I was like, oh, I can go look. I felt like I wanted to. So there's a couple things I don't want to go off on what I'm mad about yet. That'll come out later because I I'm, think I'm going to expose someone. I'm going to read their bio on this thing. People need to hear this crap because I was just reading it out loud to my friend. This prophetic guy's bio of a book he wrote. I guess it is coming out. I'm not going to read it though yet. Um, and well, and he got it wrong with his um, with his. Uh, last prophetic thing with Trump and I went to read the bio still to see if the book is still like what are is there anything that's going to be saying hey is there any humbling going to go on is is that going to happen just just checking at what point do we as the prophetic stop standing behind a word saying it's from God and not taking responsibility that something is off with us and not with God and not with the saints and not with the devil. Like when, when do we do that? We need to humble ourselves in the giftings that we carry. Guess anger was gonna come out immediately. And I just was reading it and I'm like, if I'm gonna read it to people soon at some point, it sounds like a movie trailer. Sounds like a movie trailer of a description of his talent, of what he's done, has accuracy. It is so weird. It's so weird. And I'm like, okay, God, you're going to let me take a back to this? Because this is so blatant and not okay. And we, the church, we charismatic people that follow this and don't see it in truth. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? What God do we know that we follow this and don't see it in truth? It's not right, people. It's not right. And the church has to get saved and get understanding to leadership, being humbled before the Lord, their God welcome to a crazy podcast haven't had one of these in a while oh goodness gracious man and I'm sick as a dog and this is how God still comes out of me my friend was like when you're this thick, you know, we, you don't need to speak. I'm like, this is the only time I get to have fun. <laughs> and I get a relief. I do, but I look forward to it. It's not bad for me. I'm like, this is the only thing that gives me an actual relief and feels like I'm not <sighs> dying alone like a weirdo. Sarah is still quarantined. The world's not, but Sarah is. How the heck did that happen? When I was supposed to be the one that was aligning with this being quarantined with my body and I'm still quarantined. Anyways, okay go from whining to yelling. <laughs> mm. Okay. I'm not going to read that yet. I'm going to read it and prove a point to people that they we need to be with discernment needs to hit the church. It needs to hit us. We, we have to stop following and putting people above God and not seeing things in truth. We need to know that leadership can fail. We need to understand it does not display God in their failures. It displays human human error who have tried to place themselves as God. That's what it's exposing. And when you we, and when us as leaders don't humble ourselves before the Lord with the gifts we carry, guess what's going to happen? Another chance of shaming is going to come so that you humble yourself. Okay, if we didn't get the prophetic humbling themselves in this last season, see that what's going to happen something else is going to happen, people. It's going to happen. God doesn't fail. And his words don't return void. And I promise you he's going to get his end results, which is, which is his sheep back to him and not to people anymore. And when I read, I'm going to read a couple men's bios, okay? And I'm not going to say their name because people, if you're smart, I, because the people who are supposed to hear this, it's not for me to blast his name. It's for the people who know and follow this person. You would know because you'd know exactly what I'm talking about. Those are the people that I want your eyes to get open today. I need them to get open. And it's not because I'm telling you that you can't follow. You need to have discernment into what you hear. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you can't follow, and he's a false prophet, and he's headed. No, I'm not saying about that. That about the dude at all. I'm dealing with pride, and there's something with pride, and so that's what I'm addressing. And I want people underneath this to see things in truth with the prophetic. The prophetic. The people in charismatic movement following prophetic people is sick. Like there's a sickness to it, that's what I mean. Not that it's sick that we follow and believe in the prophetic ability. It, it, there's a sickness in what is happening right now in the charismatic movement with the prophetic. There's a sickness and in it, 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 what it's done, it's grown, it's grown, it's grown, it's diseased, it's grown fungus on it, it's not impurity, it's not in full understanding of the word of God. It's not being walked out that way. So the sickness right now has gotten on the sheep in the idolatry of the prophetic gift and the idolatry of the leadership, the idolatry of gifts of the spirit and why they follow, why they show up to conferences, what they want. And in their, that sickness, God needs to remove out of the hearts because what Jesus heals the sick, people. Jesus heals the sick. Encounter Jesus Christ and get the sickness out of your heart towards leaders. OK, get it out of your heart towards leaders and because he's also encountering leadership and he's going to heal the leprosy that is on their prophetic. Oh, man and he's picking a small five foot two girl alone by herself doing it. Oh the wisdom of God doesn't make quite sense because I can nail you people and I've been in ministry a fifth a tenth of what these people have and yet I could I could nail them in a debate Both. <laughs> That's why they're not gonna want me around. <clears throat> My God's not gonna let me be around all right okay so here's what got me started on this one not what I just went off on that's gonna come out later when I read my magical moment of my movie trailer that I'm so appalled by um I got a video yesterday who oh one of my friends sent it to me and I don't watch YouTubes are like teaching videos. Rarely, not because I think I'm too good. I'm too sick, and I'm not interested to. I'm doing enough teaching right now on my on my own that I my capacity. But it looked really interesting what it was. So it was from the, it's the pastor Jack Hibbs. I had heard his name, and I think I put together he was a Calvary Chapel Chino Hills Chino Hills guy. And I'm actually gonna encourage everyone to watch this video. It's really really interesting. So this is it's called What's Happening Now with Jack Hibbs on youtube and then it's what's happening now and it's with the guy named amir something amir m-a-i-r jack hibbs is interviewing um this guy who is in israel right now and he's a christian man i think he has a ministry he was very funny his humor was hilarious the stuff that he he would say about like just the Muslims and the things happening or the things in the the United States. He he was he's a funny guy, but it was an it's an hour and a half long, so it's kind it's kind of long. So if you if people are able to, because he's basically teaching the church everything that's happening in Israel going on right now, and then even going into the political side, um, and the going into scripture. And I had never seen. Um, Jack Hibbs. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a picture or listen to him. I really like him. Jack Hibbs just got a new fan. Even though everyone thinks that I just have been bashed. I'm not, I actually get really excited when I like someone because I'm not out trying to bash people. I pick too much stuff up in the spirit of certain leaders and I feel it when they speak and I'm like, something's not right. I can see it in pictures. And because I can feel that so easily when I feel a cleanliness on them, like Dutch Sheets, someone like that, Victor Marks, Uh, this guy, Jack Hibbs, I can feel it. It's, it's a, it's something I see. It's a purified thing that comes through. And I was like, yay, there's a guy I really like and I can follow and watch him. Like, he's good. And I loved how he's just so factual. Like, I really pull from like, not the overboard, like we need the Holy Spirit hitting the room and people laid out. Like, I really like when someone can like, really lay something out biblically and it's not just all doctrine like he said crazy stuff like he talked about the nephilim um which is a crazy thing to ever bring up in scripture people who i'm not even going to explain it because if you, it would be people who know what nephilim are in scripture that he he mentioned that he mentioned like i mean he just he 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 and he was just so biblical it's just he he's very interesting i like and i like him now so um that, see, there you go. I don't bash everyone. Look, I say I like someone. <laughs> I just don't name all the ones I like. That's the only thing. It's not that I don't like any of them and the only ones that I name are the ones I like. No, I just, there has to be a reason for me to want to talk about who I like. But, anyways, go to his interview and watch how, because I, I mean, I don't have social media. Well, now I kind of do. But, I haven't had any social media for a a little bit, and I don't have cable TV, so, like, news stuff I would have to, like, search for. So I am, you know, I did not know the details of stuff that was going on in Israel. So putting all of this together, like, people, we need to uh, know this stuff. We need to, like, really understand how the Bible is, like, coming to pass in such crazy ways and how we can, how it's being represented, and... He brought up Ezekiel 38. And that's not the first time I heard someone reference, maybe this is a fulfillment of Ezekiel 38. Like my dad said, my dad said the same thing. So then I got intrigued. I was like, well, what's Ezekiel 38? I hadn't done any studying on that, that it's a prophecy about Israel that's for the later days that hasn't come to pass. And about when they're going to be living in their land with peace, there's going to be these certain nations, and they name them specifically, that are going to rise up against Israel and um, take, you know, have mass armies. And basically, the scripture says that God's going to like put the evil in the heart of the enemy in order to display his power and jealousy over Israel and, you know, defeat, defeat the enemy. But it it was going to be a huge thing of multiple armies coming together. And we would say, well, that's like all over scripture. Yeah, but there wasn't one that was going to be like end days, meaning it was going to be after Jesus came. It was going to be later another invasion, like at this type. And they haven't be because Israel has had, you know, it's been, it has a very huge, huge military. Israel's military is like crazy, and it's much bigger than what the Mus- those Muslim nations have. And so their their ability to fight back hardcore they I mean their strong army and and that is God's protection on them that they have had the ability to be equipped like that because in what I was reading I mean they're they're a state of nine million people and their army alone is like it's a big compared to what. Um, and and you got to watch the video to understand it. But what got the Gaza and Hamas is a Islamic terrorist group that just shot rocket rock, um, rockets, yeah, uh, or missiles at towards Jerusalem. This was in May. This was this month. And what's if you could people? This is so interesting if you think about this. I also just heard this yesterday that Biden gave Palestine. Palestine is where they came from. This is where Hamas this this terrorist organization that shot missiles at Jerusalem is um is is in Palestine. And freaking Biden just gave 200 million dollars assistance to Palestine in April, people. In April he did it. Okay, so like I don't want to get into why as Democrats we needed we wanted like so he's this is not a normal democrat like this has gone so far of aligning with the devil. This is not like, hey, I'm not going to deal with you on the racist part, the the policies that people were designed. I'm going to just address the fact that this is exposing demonic agenda to like a crazy flipping level of government in the U.S. right now. And because I know it's the will of God. Because I don't have fear. I know God is behind all of this. I know he turns the hearts. I know that he He just has such a crazy power. And when we get so into this view that, like, we have the power to, you know, we all have to be, yes, we need to pray as saints, we need to stand, but really, your life obedience to God is you, you doing it, you don't gotta live in any fear beyond that, you don't gotta live in any fear, humility and obedience, like, you do not, when you allow sin, when you align with the devil, then you, there's some stuff you gotta watch out for, because there is results from the evil in this world, and so, I mean, and he, and Jack gives it, they give, so, because of the algorithm, algorithm on Facebook, and you just because they're censoring so much right now they can't say certain words they had to spell spell it out in the video so they would spell out a word or they don't call the presidents by name they'll call it the 46th president the 44th and the 45th because of they didn't want to get like shut down so um so the way they're like explaining it just because of um just because they had to censor themselves so much. But I mean, they, it, it's given like quite a bit of detail and understanding. And so he just mentions, he goes, Is this, could this be Ezekiel? um 38 or is it and he doesn't go into those texts. he just says it he goes Ezekiel 38 or Isaiah 17. he doesn't explain any of it so that's what got me because when he did it I was sitting on my couch watching on my TV one of my friends was over and I was and I got hit by the Holy Spirit so hard I was like (laughs) oh and when he said those scriptures so I was like oh I need to go look at those scriptures and it's not here's what I don't I don't think My opinion isn't that this is what this is right now. I just think my opinion is that it's a lead up. Like we're in a lead up because the different doctrines of this. Some people would say this is so it depends on what you believe in revelations of post tribulation, pre tribulation. Like what's your view? Because I don't study that a ton at all. Um, Because that's not something I care to teach on, nor is it something I care to uh, like fully. And some people will be like, how do you not? Because at that point, I'm going to be in heaven. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I was always raised um, that uh, I think post-tribulation the church would go through the tribulation that's what i was raised and taught is is what like and i was taught this from a very young age like this would just be a doctrine that my dad taught this is what it is and you and you cannot you know it's definitely not anything improving it and he taught it to me so young that when i was really young I was convinced I was gonna get beheaded (laughs) as an adult I was I'm not joking you I'm not joking you I had the fear in me as a child for years and I would sit and contemplate and think about it and I remember thinking like as a kid thinking through it going like okay well I know I'm not gonna deny God that means my head's gonna get cut off (laughs) in the tribulation (laughs) because they talk about beheadings and martyrs and so it's a kid that got in my head like I literally was that convinced and so I think I've always just seen the end days, I always thought, but then I, you know, you learn all these other different um, theologies and stuff like that. And the way Jack Hibbs was describing it, I was like, I've never heard this one before. I have never heard how he explained Um, and I mean, I've, and I've heard, you know, that the church would be taken up before it'd be raptured before the tribulation at the end those seven years. But then I also, you know, I've heard so many different other like theories of, of what that, of what, um, revelations is. So he just gave. A very, very interesting. Like I really liked how he described it. I was trying to get my dad to watch the video so bad. We're getting in a texting debate because I was like, you need to hear how he's, he's like, I know all those arguments. And he writes me all the scriptures of the art. And I was like, still, but but, dad I was trying to like play a part. So he would just watch the stinking video. I was like, it's so good. I'm like, you attended a Calvary Chapel. You've attended one. You know, their, their theology, like, but come on, this is really good how it's explained. No, he would not listen. That's the sometimes the hard thing when people get really super stuck in what you what you believe is being completely like, and I'm like that. You can't get me out of my my beliefs. And so I understand that personality, but I am I'm very open to certain things because I don't have a strong a super strong conviction on it, or I don't know enough about it. So I really like to like learn about it. But anyways, he gives a really interesting he so he believes. So this makes me know that this is Calvary chat. So this will come from Chuck Smith's theology because they all have to have the same theology, is that um the seven, we, the, the church is raptured, and then the seven years of tribulation tribulation come. And then he, but then I was, so I was reading more into Ezekiel 38, and I got on this paper done at Liberty, Liberty, like Liberty Christian College by some professors I'm explaining Ezekiel, and it was on post-tribulation, I think. And his, they actually, were saying they believe the tribulation would come and then Ezekiel 30 or so no, sorry, the church would get raptured and then Ezekiel 38 would get fulfilled. So being raptured, the church getting raptured is going to mean all the, all the Christians get taken up and disappear off, off the earth. And then there's this tribulation, this thing of Satan being loosened, then him tied up or something, you know, it gets into this, this whole thing. And then some people believe that they actually, we have to come back down to earth with Jesus and and in, in, while Jesus is reigning ra- on the earth, or something like, I think that's a nutty theology. I would, I would be like, Jesus, that sucks. <laughs> if you take me, just don't put me back here, okay? I don't believe that theology at all. I think that's weird. I get if you find that in scripture, but that's like that's just weird to me. But um, uh, so, anyways, my point. Okay, so he was going. So okay, here's here's where I'm where I'm getting. I don't believe technically we're in that right right now and he wasn't saying he's just saying what well, you know we, we don't know what's going on we don't know when all these things are going to hit and what is it a lead up to and all of that so he's not trying to give a prophetic word that that's what we're in and he wasn't trying to I think he's just trying to get people thinking but also have their eyes open because okay so then I start getting really because I knew the U.S. isn't in biblical prophecies but I know certain prophecies have been interpreted by the way they talk about the nations but you really would have and i know people who like someone like how my dad teaches on this stuff he would 100 percent say no way that cannot be interpreted it's us and then i know others that say it and i actually would I would side with the side that there could be interpretation, and just because of the wisdom of God, and so that's that's the side I'm I'm on with that is that I believe that there are things that are said mysteriously, and you, the U.S. could be included. But how people have translated this. So when I was reading into into that too, the ones that think it and how they proved it, and I can give people this this paper talent because this was so this per this guy laid it out very very good. Um, you know what? I might not be able to find it. Um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is why I like you here. It's under Liberty University, and but see, he has tons of articles. So this one is why I believe the Bible teaches rapture before tribulation. But the thing that I was reading from him was something about the U.S. Um, the US being part of bible prophecy and it was about tribulation. So I think he has a lot of papers on on um the tribulation that's in revelations and and, and I randomly went to this and he's taught and it's crazy. He was talking about Ezekiel 38. I did not go to him because of Ezekiel 38. I went into it just curious of what which how people interpret like the US being in some of these uh, yeah, so this paper under him is in America, in uh, is America and Bible prophecy by Thomas D. Ice, Liberty University, and he has it's a bunch of you know they're like PDFs. You can find like work like that by people and what they write on things like uh, um teachers and professors stuff like that. And um, that was the only reason I I wasn't going because of Ezekiel thirty. I was just curious. I wanted to understand which are the scriptures that people think. Uh, could be the US. And this is crazy. His was referring to Ezekiel 38, and he breaks it down. He breaks down which, the, whether the words they're using, how could this, but in, in that, it would be as United States being an alliance, actually. So a, lot, a United States not being the enemy. So but right now, United States is the enemy the enemy against god. I'm scared. I'm scared for the US government people. I'm scared for them. I am scared for them because they're being used right now. They're being used by the devil, but God's hand is on all of it. He's doing something really strategic and I I just know it. I know he is. He's moving in th- with the enemy, I mean with this territorial flip because all this stuff that I've like, been talking about with that we have a spiritual territorial thing. If we understood the territorials of witchcraft and the gods, the principalities that we have over Islam, is it's it's hierarchy of Jezebel witchcraft. It's, it's all hierarchy of it. Like it's, these are these territorials, there's lots of them and I don't know, I don't call them by name. I don't know how many, I'm not that detailed. God doesn't give me that type of detail because he wants to keep me very biblical and that gets weird when people do stuff like that. He lets me name one thing and that's Jezebel because it's all over scripture. That's that's the only thing he lets me name. Anything else, I don't give any. I may have said, a pred, I, I talk about what they do. I can explain what they do, and I can talk about how demons, how we feed into it, and I can lay it all out through scripture. So I'm never going to be someone that's going to give a weird, that's not going to be in scripture where I have some random name and how they're doing this, this, and this. Because I just know, demonically, with witchcraft in the assignment to take out Israel and scripture was over through the Muslim, what our nations now, what are considered Ishmael nations. They're the Ishmael nations, are the ones that have this. This is going to be Iran, right? The Middle East, the Palestine, the, where you have the these um, terrorist organizations, are the, and this is all the devil. Everything is demonic. There's these are huge territorials there, and so so even right after the shift, I'm, this is what this is. Why this is the devil flipping its head on something? So we even get it, it flipping into our our government now in an attack on israel that hasn't been seen since the early 2000s like this um and in what is it going to turn into because they're blowing palestine up so israel came at them hard they only killed like 12 in israel maybe and it, it, israel has, has over 200 killed palestinians and then you have so then you had biden give a phone call to shut it down 10 days 10 days later and what jack hibbs was saying is that. Before Obama would have shut down Israel the day of, Trump would have, would have, um, would have, would have supported because this is another thing. Biden took the sanctions off of Iran. So this, if, with having sanctions, from my understanding, there was, there was certain things Iran could not do. Iran is, would be Persian scripture, okay, that they couldn't do because they had to, he took all of them off. He took all of them off, people. Oh, my goodness. Get out of your policies. This crap's weird. Come on. I don't want, I can't, I don't have words. I don't have words. Like, if we understood this, so we have this alignment. And when I'm saying that we have a huge church, because this is to bring the outcome of the glory of God. It's going to bring the outcome, because what is going to take, there's going to be this huge shaking that appears the devil's winning. The devil's not winning. God is using all of this. He will be glorified. The church is going to be get purified through it. It's amazing. It is not the end of the world. It is not for us to run into caves, be scared of this. God, this is going to. I mean, I'm. I'm just going to sit back and eat some popcorn. What you going to do next, Biden? <laughs> what's your next call? Are you going to get on the phone with the devil himself and maybe go have a meeting? Figure out what you're going to do. Like I can't wait. I can't wait. What's your next move? What's What's Jesus going to be behind? through through your administration oh people you need to see things through a different light don't get so freaked out by it first of all and the people who voted for it you need to hear some truth people you need to hear some truth because i am not going to deal with with why you your heart was hurting about certain things that the republican and the church party or the churches appeared to be the republican party what how stupid donald trump was and his, his his lack of You know, he just had pride. He was clearly a womanizer. Like, I mean, come on. Like, I get it. Like, I completely freaking get it. Um, But this is much bigger. This is much, 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 much bigger. And we have idolatry in the Democratic Party. We have idolatry in the Republican Party. Because we think any of these things can fix, can fix, like, the nation that God, God, God's. And here's the thing. Scripture, God's hand is on Israel. Not on the U.S people, God's hand is on Israel. And so here's the thing. God's hand is on the church and God's hand is on Israel. Okay. So we just, we don't know how the enemy is going to be used. We don't know what, what is going to happen. We don't understand the wisdom of God. So I, I don't I just think we need to stop as the prophetic to act like we understand in detail what is taking place because the wisdom is so flipping high right now of what God's doing because he's he's needing to shift everything that's happening and it's happening in and such a crazy in such a crazy way and we need to also understand his love for Israel. We need to stand behind that love for that nation and we need to understand what's going on in, in the world, we need to understand. What, um, how, how they're being protected, we need to understand who's coming against them. We need to understand it biblically. We cannot just write off the things of Israel when it is that is the, the heart of the word of God. His was was to Israel, it was to Israel first, okay. Then it came to the church. So, do you not think what he will do and when people come against this, his church and his in Israel at the same time? You had that the government came against the church so bad this past year, and then you have it happening to Israel. I'm, I'm just scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. That's all I can say. And, and and here's the thing. Here's the thing with someone like Jack Hips. Here's what I want to put a disclaimer on. I have said that during quarantine, ministry, there was something in the Spirit to shut down certain things because of this, and I said certain people were called to minister. They're older. The ones that were going to be called through this thing, they were older with more wisdom, and he pushed against shutting down his church and. I believe he was 100% anointed. I believe he carries an authority uh, with what he walks in, and I and I just believe he was someone who was called into having a voice to stand up to not succumb to to um, government. And then I think the young, the the other ones that didn't have purity and didn't didn't shut down or succumb to things because God was sifting their heart. Those are the ones. Those are the ones that I'm saying. Those are the people that I'm saying that needed to have had and waited. What is the word of God on in this pandemic? What is happening? What does he want to do in me? Do it? Let's stop. We don't need to just keep keeping ourselves ministering and ministering and staying on stage and keeping our name out in all our conferences, except the specific ones that were anointed and called for that. And if you had a prophetic word that got shamed in that season, you were the ones people that needed to pull your stupid face back. And you wouldn't do it. You would not do it. You would not sit back and say, God, what is this? Because if I got shaken that publicly, my ministry did, oh my gosh, I would pull back and get with God in a closet for like a couple years. I'm serious. I would pull back. I would not stay public. Like I would need, and that's what would look bad then. Oh, you look bad if it does look like, well, no, you look good before God. I get in my closet. I'd be like, God, what was this about? Teach me your wisdom through this. Let me pull back from needing to say any more prophecies. Be prophetic. Let me understand more about what took place. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is like, come on, people, this is rational. This is normal. I'm not sh I'm not not cutting people up in a way that they shouldn't be cut up. I'm just saying that the heart of God and the word of God has to be true to us. And we have to like understand what the word says. And that's what Jack Hibbs was nailing. He's like, people need to understand the word of God. And he's like, when there's gonna be, you need to understand everything through scripture. He's like, when there's gonna be, like. A false prophet opening the eyes of people and your child is blind. How much are you going to be tempted to take it to that false prophet? How much if you could get to your child's eyes open? And I'm like, that's so good. Because the thing is, is we have teachers and leaders who people don't know are false prophets and they're doing it. And because we don't have discernment, we're doing that. We're doing that and we're going. And then because they can, they do appear to heal people. Then they go get their heal. And then we didn't know. We just got touched by a false prophet because we didn't have discernment into their character, into their morale, understanding that stuff. We gotta just, people just have to wake up to this. Um, Okay. Okay, so this was another, I guess, thing of, prophecy. You know, how I just hit something really hard in the last one and then had delay and stuff and Moira my friend here said when you said I think it's just there's it's so mu- it's like a big word and that it you can't just keep going with more because that it's that has to be like soaked in. Isn't that what you said? Yeah. And so I think sometimes with like something like like this where I'm not going into all this scripture and and reading it like I didn't even read Ezekiel because I I don't think God's focus is that exact prophecy I think it's that this is so much bigger it's so much bigger into understanding the prophetic word of God and understanding the prophetic now what we're seeing and the sickness in it and and shifting that Um, so now I'm going to read his bio (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say his name because only people that need to know who it is need to have been ones that followed it. Um, And I'm not even going to name, I'm not, I'm going to be very, I'm not going to name the book. Okay, people, so I'm, I know that that's, everyone's trying to figure out who this is. But I just think people, if you you understand, you would know and you don't need to know who it is. You. This needs to be an example of what, why, and just don't, and promise you, you're going to go, whoa, that is weird. How did that? No one notice that. How does everybody follow this? Okay. This is um, a description to his book, the link in his Instagram. And he says the name, it says the name of the book, says the book's name. I'm going to call it The Book. Okay, people? The Book is the exciting sequel to The Guy. Best-selling book and the names the book before it. Okay, so he he, apparently he only has two books, Um, and then he names the book he wrote before it. Then he said, and it says that predicted Trump would be in office, and it's underlined. That those words are underlined during a cultural civil war and economic crisis that would test the nation's ability to survive. Now, as a pandemic wreaks havoc and cities burn with roving mobs angrily clawing at the symbols of their own national past, The man explains why this is happening takes you into the ancient texts he describes as the book predicted this exact moment in history. And what is coming next? Who oh, where's the music? Oh, oh, you got it so accurate. Oh, no, you didn't. Why don't you? Why didn't you not explain what the second book said in detail and didn't end up happening? Why is there none of that? Why are we still in a movie preview of it? I, and I, you know what? Like I didn't even want to mention this in cleansing the prophetic and it flew out of my mouth. I said, and I don't write a book about it. Remember that? Cause I wouldn't have nailed this. I would not have nailed this until I saw this. And I'm like, God, you're going to let me do this. This is not okay. You just need people to hear that. We talk this way about our prophetic words. Oh my gosh. Ezekiel and Isaiah, will you come up from the grave please and visit these people? Would you come, come with your two two sodden half body, Isaiah? Would you come give him a nightly visitation since he probably wants dreams so bad? Show him how you are to, uh, a body that was cut in half for your word. Oh my good Lord, people. I am just like Jeremiah, show up with the stones that killed you. Peter, would you carry your cross in that you're nailed to? And John, will you carry your head? Could you carry your head under your arm? Could you do that? Could you visit these people, please? They, they need a little visitation. <laughs> they need a visitation. They need a freaking visitation. What is happening? What is happening? I mean, okay. Ezekiel lost his wife for his prophetic word. Hosea had to marry a whore for his Hosea the prophet was called to marry a prostitute so it would signify the prostitution of Israel towards God. He called to marry her and she had an affair on him and left him. And he went back, loved her God, and brought her back to represent God's heart. He named his children, Hosea named his children under like we, under names that carry judgment. He named a kid Jezreel. Jezreel is where Ahab died, the city that Ahab died in. He named his kid that because he was even placing it through his children. The word of God. That's how they promoted themselves, people. Marrying a hooker, getting cheated on, losing their wife, not a plaque under their, uh, hanging around their neck. I'm the prophet Ezekiel and I've published lots of scrolls. They get read everywhere. I'm so well known in the kingdom. Oh my Lord, do I have to say more to prove this? <laughs> Let your dang laughs out, I randomly then turn on you. <laughs> because I'm looking at you doing all the poses of John carrying a head and then staring at her directly. And she's just sitting there giggling. I get so intense and I'm talking to one person. Oh, man. With my own freaking playwright right now. It just nails it so hard. It nails it so hard. I nail it so hard. It's so good, people. You you gotta sit back and go, holy crap. How this has been sick that we've done this. This has been sick, and the church should be grieving it. They should be grieving it. This is not okay. I'm gonna read another bio. (laughs) (laughs) Evidence man. (laughs) Sorry, the recorder just dropped. Okay. (laughs) And okay, here's how I know this pastor. Sorry, people. I know that that just gets gets loud. My recorder keeps dropping. Um, I went to this church for a little bit of time in Orange County and I was so bothered by it. It was so weird. And I had interviews, an interview there with the pastor's wife, with my ministry. This is where the Jezebel, the Jezebel chick. God, this was another church she got, she got me into. And of course she got me into crazy Jezebel church. That's the places that girl got me meetings at where all Jezebel churches, you guys. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? She was trying to, Jezebel was trying to use her to hook me to more Jezebels. And this church, oh my gosh, people, you would not, you would not, doubt a word if you saw what I'm talking about some of my friends visited it and were weirded out they were like this is weird there's something weird about this place it's very showboaty the pastor and his wife the way they look and flaunt around and we're like we're models and we're this and they're they're older and they're they're not the older ones with wisdom they are filled with so much dame pride that these pastors and I got quite a bit of into knowing I I found out. See, this is what happens. <laughs> I find out stuff. God uses it because then I get him. I get him, I have a, you know, meeting there. They were having me at conferences praying. I would have lines of people I was praying for in they in this back room. And yet anyways, and they, first of all, they let me do that. And that was odd to me. They didn't even acknowledge me yet. I was placed on their prayer team. I didn't even attend their church. And I was the one that had all the lines because people We're bringing them to me. And the woman who brought me in, who I love and is my friend, she was a pastor on the team and she's the one that got me in. So then because I had done conferences for her and her her, and her sisters and stuff. So they because of that relationship, like I was in and would know people and they. But the pastors did not personally know me like it's that's odd to me to allow me to lay hands put me in that position i just find it odd and then never acknowledge me because one of their family members was homeless drug addict and um a lesbian and she was brought in on heroin during one of the conferences i get called out to deal with it this is a family somehow family associated to the to the pastors i get called out as the person to deal with this chick crazy manifesting in a room and then the girls who were they were around me while i dealt with it supposedly Come to find out the chick gets totally delivered. I hear later from my friend who started uh, helping her into rehab and bringing her to church. She got saved. She got off the drugs, apparently at the time. I don't know what it is now. That stuff, I don't always, I'm such a cynical kind of personality that I'm like, well, we'll see. (laughs) Are, even though I'm the one that did the prayer and I should be a little bit more. I just know how that stuff works. Drug addiction and those types of struggles. It takes some time. But apparently that's, that was the, there was a huge testimony of what happened from this prayer that I did on this girl. And the pastor still did not ever try to meet and acknowledge me and allowed me to do that. And I found that so odd, so odd. And then my, my meeting with that pastor's wife was later, I believe. I don't remember like the timeline of it, but I was getting so weirded out by the show, like the display, the show, I found out weird details. I found out a lot of money that was being paid to get famous people in because the church isn't that big and they were being funded by a billionaire. I found out, yeah, people, this is, I find out the weird stuff and then I know why I think something's so weird. And I also found out that the pastor hit on a female in his church and was caught doing something with her by the wife, the wife flipping out on the girl and then the whole church uh, swept it under the rug. Found that out too uh, okay i'm not gonna say his name because he's not fully but this is this is gonna happen i want to read part of his bio this dude's bio this is amazing people this is a flippin' pastor's bio and i'm not gonna read read the whole thing i'm gonna hop on a couple things first of all it's a model photo of him and he says he's worked extensively on issues at the nexus of leadership, artistry, and contemporary culture, he's an entrepreneur, an author, art connoisseur, and cultural thought leader. He has conducted regular interviews with various media outlets: The Washington Post, USA Today, Fox News, CNN, blah 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 blah. He is a oh uh, well, then it's founder of a New York executive coaching, a firm that has assisted presidents, CEOs, and other professionals achieving breakthrough results of their professional and personal lives. His clients are diverse, accomplished array of leaders from Fortune 500 companies, arts, entertainment, finance, industry, and nonprofit programs. This is a pastor's flipping bio on a church website, people, that tons of people go to. Well-known people speak at his conferences. Well-known people do. Well-known worship teams play there. They have developed their own, um, what's it called, label, their worship team which is how they would talk i remember that's what i thought was so weird about how they would talk we're gonna do this and this and this and they just carried it and it goes on his his stuff gets so much more he's a sought after international speaker he's a lecture to members of the united states u.s embassy blah 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 I mean, I'm going to honk my horn, I'm going to honk it a little bit longer, honk, 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 honk. The frickin' chick in the, in the, in the White House, same thing, type of bio. She's very sought after. She is called to Trump. Oh, I mean, I don't have flippin' words. People, go read my bio. Go read my bio for a real flippin' bio. All I say is I was a drug addict. I got saved from death. And I went to a Bible school. I'm in Southern California. <laughs> That's it. I talked about that. I equip. i oh, equip spirit. I, I help equip. would. I help equip spirit. Uh, leaderships with spiritual warfare. I say that. Sarah's a sword after deliverance. Minister Sarah could kill any demon in any room. Any demon. <laughs> I could kill any demon on any person. Even you, stupid leaders. I'm gonna put that in my bio. I'm gonna put that in my bio. My bio is now changing. Today I'm going to add in what else I can do. Oh, and I have written books like Abide. Abide, the bestseller Abide, talks about killing demons. (laughs) Like, it's so retarded. It's so retarded. My bio doesn't even talk about the books I wrote. Do you know that when I spoke... the last thing in february they wrote they asked for a bio from me and that was so hard for me to write a bio about myself and what i wrote she completely changed and rewrote the whole thing i added in i did say that i had done inner healing curriculums and books in the bio i was like okay i'm gonna play the game i know this is what they want they want to know what i've done and she <laughs> rewarded everything. She called me an anointed imparter, a teat, And I read it. I got so embarrassed that she talked about me that way. I was like, okay, this is how they promote. I just, God, this is how the church does it. They, prom- they want people to sell, sell me to people. I don't want to be sold anymore. I don't want anything. I want to come in and blow a room up. That's what I want to do. I don't want people. I want you to get shocked by me. I want you to not know anything about me and me come in and blow your head up. Like, I don't want to be sold like that. I was so embarrassed, but I knew, like, I had to let it go. Like, I can't tell her. She she, she had this flyer made, and... And it just said stuff that I would just never say, call myself all anointed. And I impart, I speak with this, this and this, the way she just described it. And I'm like, this is what leadership does. Like here, we got to sell to people, sell to people to get them to come and want to hear what this person has to say. Say that they have a healing gift. Say that they perform miracles. Get the congregation in. What if we said this person teaches Jesus? That is it. What if we just said this person wants to teach you the love of God? That is just it. And we don't prove ourselves to people because God proves you to people. When you are in purity, he will prove you to people through his favor, through his kindness, through his love, and through his power and through your mouth. Not through like, oh, I'm this, this. I'm just like, oh, gosh, these bios are ridiculous. And I and then these are older people that you have young people going, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is how we do it. Oh, this is how we do it. So now you're going to go right figure out how to build your own bio and say how magical you are because we see this displayed. At what point do we stand up and say something is wrong here? People, let's stop this. Let's stop doing it. How about just that? That God has to have me do an entire Bible school to get this crap out of people. I've just started. I'm going to be the one person in history that's written my, my whole dang curriculum for a Bible school. There's not going to be. And basically, all it is is the Bible. That's all I did. I just took the Bible and created something that some people would finally get some truth in their dang face. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> well, that, was, that, was, that was all. Close, close, on that one. Close on, close on that one with everyone with their jaws dropped. Can't argue me. You're going. That was a good point. Man, let me go look at my pastor's bio. When everybody go do that right now. And if it's a weirdo bio, maybe question some stuff. Who's your favorite person you like to follow? Go read their bio, people. Figure out. Figure out if there's pride there. If there's some hidden pride. Goodness gracious. Okay. Oops. Jesus. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> That had to have been the biggest performance I've ever given in a podcast. Holy Spirit, Lord, that this prophetic deception would be exposed and removed from your children. That we would see that the only 100% true prophet right now is Jesus Christ. And that we would chase after that. God. Pride's going to get exposed on so many people right now, and that's part of this that's going down is the pride agenda for platforms, then they're using their prophetic to do it, and it's being accurate to get tied and to get to the position that they want to get to, to get the money to get a house. I saw a house. Somebody wanted a house. I just saw a house, something with a house. Maybe somebody did prof- prophesy something to get a house. I don't know. Um, that this, the pride is just, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to come out in these crazy ways because God's going to allow a cutting and a shaming and livelihood. Things are just going to flip to expose the pride of people Um You know what, I didn't, <laughs> hold on. I just realized. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going back to this Instagram account for a minute. Because, oh, maybe I don't need to. I missed the bottom part of the, sorry, I started playing a video. The bottom part of the this bio, I don't know why I just, because I'm trying to prove my point even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a part. Okay, sorry, people. I'm going more with the with the bio towards this book, because it got it gets it got better of describing. Sorry, I'm just I'm proving my point more. I'm, I did. It's funny. I thought about this in prayer. I was like, wait, it got better. And I forgot about it, how he described himself. Okay. This is, is going to be a big prophetic dude. Well-known on TV shows. Lots of them, people. Says his name. And then says, Best-selling author is a strategist, futurist, and compelling communicator. His first book sold over 100,000 copies in six weeks, with all five major predictions accurately coming true. It was the book that, that he predicted Donald Trump was God Cyrus for today yeah i told you it got better i forgot this part sorry people i had to go i had to prove it more and then it keeps going it keeps going keeps going he he proves how people usa today described him as one of the only three evangelistic evangelical leaders to accurately predict donald trump's presidency from the moment he began his campaign viral media influenced millions of undecided evangelist voters to engage in the 2016 election then it shows all the platforms that he shared with people. Okay, people, if I didn't just prove it more, I'm sorry. I had to prove my point even better. I, I need to leave you with nothing to stand on to debate me. I just had to do that. I just had to prove that this is sick. This is flipping sick what people are doing. It's flipping sick how they talk about themselves. It's flipping sick that they allow themselves to be put out to be proven so badly want to be proven. God needs to prove people. He needs to prove them. He needs to prove people not by their words. Not by their words and how they prove themselves to people. And anyways, this this pride thing that, you know, I'm just praying, and is is gonna happen. Like, we're already having people go down, go down with it and get exposed. But the people who you're you've been hurt by it, like, it's just probably blown your mind of certain relationships and their position in ministries, accurate prophecies, and there's betrayal that's happened. Or like um, it's crazy, just exposure, uh, the defamation character, the livelihood, the things that come with this thing shifting and taking place. Like the pain in the heart is there's I know it's there's it's like the heart gets sick because it's such a letdown. And it's so and then at the same time, you have to lose the relationship, cut it off, walk away from it. And just just with what people are enduring right now, like in these severings and these moving forwards as this whole thing just keeps transitioning and flipping and coming out. Just that, you know, I just believe there's like a quickening in the spirit to to just the heart part of it, the pain part of it, the letdown, the distress the, the of it. Um and I mean I can I can only refer to the heart sickness I feel towards God's word coming to pass for me of my body and like that every day it feels like let down and like when you feel like like it's almost like you're just like kind of going 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 and things seem like there is a lot of evil happening or or just you know what i'm saying but then you have that that the church now is like completely opened right like that's what just happened that's what jack hibbs put on his social media um was that is that all the churches were now opening mass mandates we're done, and go- Governor Newsom owes 1.3 million dollars now uh, to pay off some church or something like that. So we got sued. Like, so there's there's now being results of good things, like for the church again. Like, we're we going to be the the government isn't having the ability to do, is do. Things are opening up, so we we do see that things are shifting. Right, we are in into the flip, uh, but uh, with the glory of God, like finally hitting in in more of a judgment way for the people going through this, but. Anyways, um, Jesus, is that, is that it again? Okay, that's it. And the plan was to do one on Monday, but I need to have it very clear to know. But that's, that's the plan, I'm sure. Okay, goodbye.